were in 80 million households. People trusted us with their children. People trusted us with their relatives, their family members. And we've never, we've never let them down. Never. We've never had a backstory that was uh, derogatory. We've never had a backstory that was rude, disrespectful, reckless. Kyle is not that person. We've, we've, we, he's, he's had a stellar reputation in front of the camera as a child star and matured over and parlayed over into an adult star until this very low character person, Kendra Andreas, came into his public spotlight on March the 17th, 2019. And if everybody can just remember that, that way we you can you can you can receive the truth a little bit better and easier because even with that accusation the same person see i think what's happening is people are getting it a little bit confused there there one there's two foes here some people think it's a different little girl so it makes him look like a pedophile and other people think some people think that it's he's finally getting his judgment and his um, arrest, so to speak, from the 2019 accusation, and neither one of those are true. Okay, oh. so it's not a second little girl, and it's not that his behavior has finally caught up with him. That's not true either. So, um, so what happened? So I'll I'll come back to that. But what so I was those, going to say for, is, I'm, I'm for those ahead. who are unaware, we're sitting live with Angel Massey, mother of Kyle Massey, uh, who's currently been in the news lately. Uh, in regards to a charge of um, sending inexplicit messages and text messages over to a minor, uh, those who are just tapped in right now, sitting in and having a discussion about uh, Kyle and his performance and the person that he is, the person that uh, Miss Massey has raised him to be. Go ahead and tap in and leave your comments in the comments right now, of course, guys. And feel free to ask any questions that you may have on your head in regards to the conversation that we're having right now. Uh, Miss Massey, uh, the charges that uh, are currently over Kyle's head, uh, he's been charged with one count of immoral communication with a minor, uh, which was filed in Kent County in the state of Washington. Can you describe to us how no, it was it was for it was filed in King County, K-I-E-G, King County. Yes, Washington. That's right. I don't know yes, where Kent County is. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's King County. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, that, no, uh, no. You're yeah. fine. I just don't. I just. I, yeah, it's so much miscommunication out there. I very important. Uh, yeah. Those types of things if are I very can, important. I'm going to do the best I can to help you. And so, um, what I was saying is that. Um, he's had a stellar public relationship, public image, and his backstory, you know, even in the community, you, you're not going to be able to find out one director, one executive producer, one guest star, one extra, one co-star of his on any of his projects, casting directors, nobody in the entertainment business can tell you a bad story about Kyle being a disrespectful, reckless person in front of them, not and be telling the truth. Because even when he was on set, when he was on That's So Raven and Corey in the House, two of the biggest shows of his career, and he had people that were assigned to pick up after him and get things for him and do this and do that and wrangle him here and wrangle him there. I would not even allow them to do that because he was a kid. And a lot of those people uh, on the set, they had wives, husbands, they had children, 
and they didn't have to pick up after their children and wrangle. They didn't have to go get a sandwich for their child. They didn't have to go. It wasn't their job except for being outside of a mother or a spouse to do things for someone outside of their family. So I made sure that Kyle did not fall into that, you know, you know, you go do this for me. Because what happens is when you work on a kid's show, the kids become your boss. And that is just not a normal circle of life for an adult to be getting told what to do by a child. And I made my, my family, we made it a point that we were not going to be those type of celebrities because we understood that that talent that was our gift from God, we weren't going to abuse it. And even when it was allotted for us, we still never tapped into it. So that's why it's important for me to let people know I can, I can stand, I can sit here in front of, and have this conversation in front of anybody. And my story is not going to change because it's yes. the truth. Now, when you, and, and, I, and I, let me just say this, I'm not a bully. I don't like talk about people. Like I don't like try to make people look bad or feel bad. You know, I'm not that person. That's not me. I'm not that person. But in this case, I have to, I have to remove my normal way of doing things because the Kendra Andreas lady, has um, a background, she's been arrested multiple times for um, in King County and all across the state of Washington. She has multiple bankruptcies, tw uh, two, in, tw uh, two bankruptcies in six years. Her husband has a criminal background history that is taller than me and you stacked on top of each other if you line it up. Felony stuff that's on his record. She has, um, she has, two current cases open in King County where she's coming after Kyle in King County where two financial lending institutions are, mm. are suing her. She has a horrible background. And even when back in 2019, the reason that I even know so much about her is because people on the internet were direct messaging me things about her and her character. And this was not probably the first time that she's done this. And these were from people that are in the community that know her. And there's another little interesting fun fact about um, this dynamic family over there. Um, and I call them a scam family because that's what their background says, but it's, it's public record, but nobody knows about it because everybody's keeping their eyes on Kyle. Okay. So now, basically now that we've illuminated, she's illuminated the light on herself. What parent out there, what parent out there will actually try to sell their daughter's innocence? Who does that? She's, she's accused now in California, Kyle was facing three felony counts of immoral this and immoral that and illegal this and this to a child and that to a child. And the judge threw it out. We were, he was facing three felonies over there. And now we've diminished down to one over in, in California, Superior Court of California. He was facing three counts. Um, was that for the same victim? Same, the same victim. It's the same scam family, the same scam Kendra Andreas and her husband they it's the same family this is not this is not it's not like that Kyle hangs out at forever 21 or clara's or chuck e cheese waiting to lure little girls in that is not even his character he can't he don't even do kids he barely he barely even do his own little nieces and nephews he don't do kids he's too busy trying to do other stuff and having himself a ball that's why he don't have children he is living his life and that's what he wants to do he's not he's not a babysitter he doesn't like, he doesn't want to be wrangling a bunch of little kids. In fact, even when he was on That's So Raven as a kid, I used to have to make him sometimes sign autographs because 
he didn't want to do it at the time because he wanted to do what he wanted to do. But because it was a public persona that these are our fans and he he do it. He understands it now. He grew into it. But we had to make him do those things because it was a part of his job as a celebrity to pay respect for the people that watch you and and invest in you on television. That's not even his thing. That was not, even, that's like not he, even his thing. It seems like he really comes from a good background. You being a God fearing woman and raising him around, uh, you know, the church. It, I got to ask, with that type of lifestyle, what were your first reactions when you first heard the news about Kyle being investigated for these okay. allegations? Okay, so that's a great, that's a really great question, actually. Okay, so back, so, so the so the allegations started back. Can you see that bar that's going across my thing right now? Uh, at the lower bottom of the. Uh, uh, the screen, yes. Not. No, did you did, did you just see that notification that came up? No, ma'am. Oh, good. I just want to make sure because I was going to turn my phone off so you don't see that on your oh, live. Okay. No, you're. Okay, so what? So that's a great question. So keeping in mind that this whole accusation started back in 2019, so that's the reason why I don't appear to be real bothered by it because it's an old allegation that is just brought back up, and the headlines are confusing everybody. So to excuse me. So to answer your question, what were my thoughts when I first got it? When we first heard about it, the the, the attorney was the, her attorney that she had in California was leaving me voice messages on my phone and leaving messages on Kyle's phone about the situation. Um, so um, and because Kyle knew the person, you know, he knew Kendra from when he was 16 because they were having she was having sexual relations with him when he was a minor so he knew her i didn't know anything about anything i've never seen the woman before in my life um i can't even testify that i've ever seen her or know anything about her from my account accountability of the person i don't know her but cal he so basically you know when the the voicemails were being left uh Kyle was just like, oh, yeah, you know, he he really didn't say anything. He sent the email that he would always forward the voicemails to me. And I'm like, well, what is this? And so he we just didn't deal with it at the time. But then when they sent the documents over, it was 13 pages of scare the crap out of you if you're telling a lie. If you have if, if Kyle had had an ounce of a hole in his story, it was, it was, he was going to be in jail right now. And I'll be doing an interview crying. You can't even keep up with a box of tissue because he would have been gone up the river without a paddle. Had he had any holes in his story when it started back in 2019. But I asked him a million times in five minutes every day. I told him, I said, every time I call you, cause he was in California. I was in Atlanta. I'm going to call you. And I'm going to, I want you to answer the telephone. I, I mean, I interrogated him like the worst detective of, of even on a horror movie. I, I asked him every time I felt like I wanted to ask him, I wanted to make sure that he was telling me the truth. Because if I go out on the limb for you and you lying, you, he would stand a better chance in a pit of poisonous snakes of surviving than to tell me a lie. And I go out on the limb for him at the time. So I said, tell me the truth. Every time he told that story, his story never changed. And in fact, he remembered more details about it every time. And what people don't know is she extorted us for over a month before it went public because my story never changed. I never wavered when her attorneys were trying to bully us into paying the money. 
paint, going to mediation or uh, settling with them. I didn't do any of that stuff because to me, those mediation and settlements, that means that you're trying to hide something and you're trying to get out of something that's outside of the truth. So I knew that we weren't going to do settlement and mediation because Kyle was telling the truth. Miss Massey, I'm going to ask you one question right before we continue to move forward, because this is some really good information that you're providing us right now. But I want to ask you this. Is it possible that I can take you off the stream or at least you maybe log out of the stream and come right back to us just because there's a lot of friction internet wise? Looks like there's a problem with the Wi-Fi where it's kind of slowing down your words and I want to be able to catch you back up. Uh, you're is looking it on my for, end or your end? I believe it's on your end. It's not, you going, it's, not going to, it's not going to change then. I don't want I don't want you to lose me. Just keep going because last time I did an interview, the, the people lost me and they couldn't get me back. So just try, just try to work with me a little bit. Okay. Well, I probably we'll should have gone someplace else, but you know, let's just—I don't want to lose you because then you may not be able to get me back. No problem. So let's let's go ahead and and so that that's very, to me, uh, it's encouraging to hear. Uh, so it it seems like what happened is is it, correct me if I'm wrong. Kyle was he had a relationship with this girl that's and the the accuser is that correct? No, no, accuser? no. The okay. If you read the complaint. The accuser is a 13-year-old girl. Correct. Okay, that's the accuser on the complaint. Yes. But the real person behind this mastermind scam is Kendra Andreas, is the mother. The mother. She's using her child to extort us out of money, to extort Kyle out of money. Now, Kyle and you used to have a relationship with Kendra, correct? Kendra and Kyle used to do the grown folks, the the grown people stuff when Kyle wasn't grown, okay? He was 16 years old. That's what happened. And so she's been knowing him a really long time. She's been spotted on the set of That's So Raven. That's where Kyle originally saw her. He There's people that have seen her at events and functions around in California. She's They said she's just like the girl that used to just hang around at the stuff, you know? Um, she would get hotels for Kyle. Like, that's how he knows her. So she didn't have a doubt. A, now, see, and what's amazing about this, I'm glad you said that, because what's so fascinating to me about this whole situation is even if you take my son Kyle out of the equation, but we can't mm -hmm. do that, so we're going to leave him in it. And you got this Jane Doe, okay? So now you got a person that goes to the police and they tell their story and the 14th amendment says that everybody is supposed to have the same justice on both sides of the judicial system when it comes to the law but then you 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 have a person that comes in and tell a story and then you give them protection from the beginning and nobody to this day has ever spoke to Kyle nobody has ever gotten Kyle's version of nothing but she's protected by Jane Doe, which says to you that you're assuming that she's telling the truth and she's she's the victim. But nobody has ever talked to Kyle. Nobody has talked to Kyle at all. And in fact, what's fascinating about the whole thing is when Kyle told me and his attorneys about how he knew Kendra Andreas, I told him, I said, you take your little self down there to the police and you tell them what happened. You tell them what happened, but you know what they did? They couldn't take they couldn't take his report because she had filed in court, and it was a pending lawsuit. 
So now the system is already set up for whoever gets there first is telling the truth. Where's the justice in that? Where's the justice in that? Where, where it used to be the, the detectives, they'll come in and they'll interview the person and then they go do their homework and try to locate that person and interview them, see if sure. there are any holes in their story, see if they have an alibi, see if there's any footprints, fingerprints, DNA. But because these, this whole Me Too stuff got it to where you just go in there and you just lie your behind off and then the police just automatically believe you and the man just automatically assume guilty and crucified in a court of public opinion. That's garbage. Because nobody to this day, nobody to this day, except for Kyle's mother and Kyle's father and Kyle's attorney has spoken to him about this situation. Nobody. How much do you believe the Me Too movement has impacted? I think, Kyle's I think this, this is what I say. This is my opinion. And it's just my opinion. So if you if, if the, I don't the Me Too people, they could come to me and ask me a question intelligently and give me a chance to respond. But this is my opinion. My opinion is when somebody does something to you, I think the most effective way of getting that person um, held accountable is when the evidence is fresh, like police do. They want to. They, that's the reason why there's a show called 48 Hours, because they don't want the rain to come wash the footprints away. They don't want the snow to come pile up on the footprints. They want to come to the scene while it's fresh. So yeah. that's my opinion about Me Too. If somebody raped you, why you wait 10 years to go back when all the semen is gone, when all the day you, you've outgrown your clothes? I mean, that to me, that doesn't make any sense. To me, it doesn't make any sense. But I'm not saying because I've never been a victim. So I don't understand why people wait 10 years and 15 years and 25 years to come back and say somebody did something to them. Because if it happened right then, then everything is right there. So then your story has no holes in it because the police is right there on the scene. They're trained to be able to come in and find everything that you said happened. But that police officer might be dead 15 years from now. He might be sick. He might be old. So then he, he he's not even there anymore to be able to say, you understand, to be able to come in and account for what happened to you. I think it's garbage. I think that you need to come forward when somebody does something to you. We have all these these things out here in society now about bullying. We teach the kids not to bully each other. You know, go to the principal and tell if they bullying you and go to the principal. But nobody, but this Me Too thing has just got, you look, look at Brian Banks. Where was the Me Too in that? Look at Marcus Dixon. Where was the Me Too in that? Ryan Seacrest just got accused. Horkovich from Shark Tank just got accused. Kyle Massey, Birdman from the, from the, from the NBA. Like when, so you, so when, when does it stop? There is no category for the lying women. And that's the problem. Because every all these women are not telling the truth. They're not telling the truth. Because Kendra is a liar. Kendra is a liar. You believe some of the women, um, a part of this Me Too movement, aren't telling the truth? Well, no. What I'm, what, this is what I'm saying. I'm talking about, I'm only going to speak on what I can prove. Sure. I can prove that Marcus Dixon's accuser was a liar. I can mm -hmm. prove that Brian Banks's uh, accuser was a liar. Mm -hmm. I can, I can, I, you know, I can, I can test. I, we can, we can publicly attest to that because now the the Brian Banks accuser, the the fake fake victim, she now has to pay back two point five million dollars to the city of to the to the state of California for being a liar. 
Yes. So the things that, and I can prove that Kendra Andreas is a liar. So I'm not saying, I'm not speaking on no behalf of nobody else out there. If somebody did something to you from the Me Too movement and you you using the Me Too movement or you not using, you have the Me Too movement as a platform, fine and good. I'm not I'm not bashing the Me Too movement. I'm just talking about what about the lying victims that don't fall under the Me Too movement? Where do they fit? We sure. got to find a category for them because they're everybody everybody that's that's got a vagina that's going into the courthouse. She ain't telling the truth. She's lying. Ladies so who's going to stand up for the male victims, the real victims that are men? Who's going to be standing up for them in the courtroom? When you got you got all these protections for Jane Doe, okay, I don't have a problem with that. If you Since it's so sensitive, it's supposed to be the reason that the Jane Doe is in place because it's a sensitive issue and the, the victims, okay, well then wait until the end, and until the investigation, and until you, you prosecute somebody then you release the man's name. So make him be a Jane, her be a Jane Doe, and let him be a James Doe until the end. But he, she don't get the right to sit back and file her fingernails under Jane Doe and watch the fireworks because nobody knows her name and know what she looks like while the men getting drugged across social media and losing their jobs when he hasn't done anything wrong. And then the person don't have a pot to piss in and a window to throw it out of. And, then, and it's like, oh, well, what? Didn't nobody know her name in the first place. So what are her consequences? What are her consequences? And Ladies I can intelligently and say that. Mm -hmm. With Angel Massey, mother of Kyle Massey, former Disney star and now current still actor, relevant actor in the Hollywood community. Uh, Kyle Massey has been charged with one count of immoral communication with a minor in King County, Washington, sitting here with his mother discussing uh, the allegations at this current moment in time. For those who are not aware, on in the state of Washington on June 14th, following a 2019 lawsuit that alleged that Massey sent explicit photos, text messages, and videos to a 13-year-old girl in 2018, 2019. We're sitting here with the mother of Kyle Massey, Angel Massey. Uh, and uh, we're talking about uh, some things that transpired through the media. Angel, uh, People Magazine confirmed that the felony charge had stemmed from the same accusations detailed, as you said, in the 2019 lawsuit. Uh, and the minor's family is seeking $1.5 million from Kyle. No, that was that was 2019. Yes, ma'am. In 2019, for the emotional distress, harmful matters sent with intention of seducing a minor, attempting to commit commit a lewd act with a minor, and annoying or molesting a minor. Uh, Miss Massey, one thing that I got to ask you, as a woman, a productive woman, a progressive woman, a uh, black queen who has been able to be successful in her own right. Uh, as a parent, we always look to raise our children to be positive, productive citizens as a society, of course. But as a parent, what do you think you maybe did not do right in this particular situation? Maybe Kyle could have prevented. Uh, okay. Maybe there's something. I'll say this. Let me go. Let me go back to I'm going to answer that question. It's a great question, actually. But I don't want to forget what you just read. That last com that last count you said was a molestation. R read that last count again for me. Yes, ma'am. According to People Magazine, right, right. the allegations that are a part of the lawsuit, the one point five million dollar lawsuit that uh, Miss Andreas, I want to say the name correctly. I, I believe Kendra said Andreas. That right. Just read that Kendra last. Andreas. Just the last count. The more the the one about the molestation. Read that one for me. Annoying or molesting a minor annoying okay. or molesting a minor okay so now what's interesting about that is 
How can you molest somebody that you've never even seen? He's so never seen the young lady before in he, his life. He, he, he saw that little girl for the first time in November or December of 2018. The last time he saw Kendra Andreas, she had her daughter with her in California when he saw her um, in California on like November or December 2018. He's never seen that little girl before in private. He's never, he's never been anywhere with her before. He's never been in her company before by himself unattended. How can you molest somebody that you've never even been physically in touch with? That's how stupid it is. And you say that the their charges were for initially in California and then they transitioned over to Washington or where no, they No, that's not true. No, okay, that's still there, Angel? It's for over. Okay. The charges didn't trans and I'm going and I'm, I promise you I'm gonna answer your question about my parent, and I'm not gonna forget. I'm not I'm not avoiding the question because I hate when yes, people yes. do that. When you ask them something and then they don't answer it, I promise you I'm okay, not okay. gonna leave you hanging on that one. I'm definitely gonna answer it for you. So yes. um, so the charges are not parlaying over into to Washington. This is gonna sound so crazy and bizarre, but it's the truth. She what she did was she had one of her police friends, obviously, manufacture a fake arrest showing that Kyle was arrested in Keene County back in September, on September the 24th, 2020. That's what generated this whole committing a crime, getting on a court calendar in Washington. The, mm. she didn't, it's not like she said, okay, I left from uh, California and then I took all of my evidence to Seattle, Washington, and then they agreed with me where California didn't. She created that Kyle created that he, she created a scenario where it looks like on paper, Kyle committed a crime in Washington. That's the reason why in the state of California, her, look at that document that you just read from, that document that you just read from, that document says Jane Doe versus Kyle Massey, right? Yes. The new document that you see, it says the state of Washington versus Kyle Massey. Because what happened was she created a crime that never took place on September the 24th. She got a crooked cop, Dan, and his name, he goes by Dan Arvidson or Daniel Arvidson. His name is Dan Arvidson, A-R-V-I-D-S-O-N, Dan Arvidson. That's his name. Badge number 93942. He created a document showing an arrest for Kyle on the 24th for MR, for MR communicate, communicating with a minor. He has him being arrested. He has him listed as being 5'3", 180 pounds. That's not his, that's not Kyle's profile. That's not his makeup. He has him being arrested at 1,300 hours. Kyle was in California filming the millennials on the same timestamp as that arrest that never took place. Mm -hmm. So basically we got a crooked cop. We got a scamming mom that was trying to sell her daughter for $1.5 million. And we clearly must have a DA that don't pay attention to the details. And we got a judge that signed off on a warrant with that, that um, and he never was even in the state of Washington that day. He was never arrested. He's never even been to Seattle. So now you got this scam artist that even her account of everything, 
Let's, she's trying to extort us out of money. And then you go digging in her background. She ain't got no money. No, ain't got no money. She doesn't have any money. I want to stay politically correct. Because clearly, <laughs> she doesn't have a, what she needs because she's trying to get ours. And we're not her first victim, I'm going to guess, because it's a pattern there. And also, the fact that the taxpayers over in Washington are funding her scam. Because you know who's paying for the DA? to prosecute this case, the taxpayers. She doesn't have an attorney. It's garbage. It's garbage. She's a lying scam artist is what she is. So it seems like what you're saying is that uh, that the state picked up the case after she declined to move forward on the civil suit. Is okay, that that's not what I'm saying. That's, that's what you interpreted. Yes. She created a crime that took place in the state of Washington. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the state of Washington has a duty to get criminals off the street of their state. Mm -hmm. That's their job, okay? So when she, this police officer has arrested Kyle Massey, now his court date finally came up on September, I mean, on the 14th of June, 2021. Which is also interesting because once you get arrested on a crime, you're supposed to have a court date sooner than a year. So when you, when you, if you just pay attention to the details that you have in front of you, none of the SHIT don't make any sense. Because mm -hmm. even, even, even if you go with the fact that, let's just say for this conversation, just to keep people thinking and to interrupt your consciousness from him being a pedophile, if he had gotten arrested on 924, like, uh, Dan Arvidson said he arrested him. Where has he been all this time? Where's his bond that that he got from 924? Where are his fingerprints? Where are his mug shots? Where, where has he been all this time? Why, has he, why haven't he gone to court since 924 of last year and he's just not going to court for the first time on June the 14th, 2021? Yeah, I'm not sure if that makes any sense at all, but it did say in the lawsuit, that in 2019, um, when you guys responded initially, uh, you guys were claiming that he was being extorted for these particular reasons that you're expressing right now. Uh, but in the lawsuit, then it also says that Massey met with the minor when she was four years old and stayed in touch with the minor and That's her family. That's what she said. Yes. That's her account. But nobody has ever talked to Kyle. Nobody has ever talked to Kyle. So you, you put this story out here about my kid being a pedophile when she's the pedophile, because she she knows the narrative because we're I'm gonna go out on a real firm limb by myself that to say that we're not her first victim. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's somebody else that's arrested or on a sex offender list right now at the destruction of her. We just gotta find them because she's done it under Jane Doe before. I'm the first person to give her an identity, her name and her face. Yeah, the media is also saying that uh, he held himself out as a father figure to her and and encouraged her to move from Seattle to LA to live with him and his girlfriend. Uh, what were your thoughts when you heard about that? First of all, she has a husband. She has a black male husband, okay? So- Kendra. Kendra Andreas has a black male husband that has a criminal background history of whatever. Uh, I'm sure she has family and friends. Kyle doesn't live in Seattle. He's never been to Seattle. How can he be a father figure to somebody he don't see? 
How can he be a father figure to somebody he's never even seen before? That doesn't even make sense. That's her version. Again, nobody has ever talked to Kyle. How insulting is that for somebody else to be a father figure to your daughter and you live in the house with the woman? What real man is going to have some kid, some celebrity kid posing as a father figure to his child? That a real, ask any of the men in your comment. Just ask them, see what they say. What real man, what real man out there is going to even allow someone to say that somebody else is a father figure to their child? Now, mentor maybe. Kids have mentors all the time in sports and spelling bee and uh the you know the all kinds of things i have a mentor and i'm how old i am kyle have mentors but who who what real man out there is gonna have somebody else taking credit for being their child's father figure and he's in the house it doesn't even make sense it's stupid well in the lawsuit it also says that kyle encouraged her to move to la to live with him and his girlfriend and uh, was the girlfriend aware of this during that time, uh, according to the timeline of Kendra Andreas, which is which is what I'm reading from the actual lawsuit. Right. Uh, that That's obviously their side of the story. No, that part of the story, that part of the story is true. They they were mm -hmm. going to come there for pilot season and they were going to mm -hmm. help the little girl get that. Um, Cal was going to help the little girl get, um, I guess, Asian or whatever, or some acting classes or whatever. That portion of the the, the statement is true. She was going to come to stay with Kyle. Okay. And Kyle was charging her 15 or $1,800 a month to come and stay with them. And I'm glad you asked that question because Kendra had been going, you know, Kyle had a, have an, had an amazing girlfriend, have an amazing girlfriend. And he, Kendra lost her power over him because he no longer was willing to risk anything as related to his new girlfriend. Cause he loved her. Okay. So what ended up, this is my, now I'm talking about opinion. Now this, I'm going off of facts for just a second, but I'm gonna come back to the facts. And I promise you, I'm gonna answer your question about me being a, uh, something that I could have done about my, I'm not going to leave you hanging on that question. I swear. Okay. I promise. So, um, so this is my opinion now. Okay. This is just my opinion as a female. When Kyle told her that she could Kendra Andreas, that she could come and stay with him, but he was going to charge her money. It kind of treated, it kind of made, he kind of treated her like a hoe in that moment. Because here this woman have been, had all this power over him mm -hmm. all this time. And then now he's saying, no more. I, I have somebody that I respect and I love no more. Now, I don't mind still being friends with you. I don't mind you coming here and you're going to, but you're going to pay us. You're going to pay me. I'm not, I'm not, that power that you thought you had over me, which you did at one point, is now gone. So she got treated like a hoe for the first time by Kyle. And I told Kyle, I said, I think that's what happened. Because as a man, he didn't even pay no attention. He was just trying to make him some money. He didn't even pay any attention. I said, you don't even realize that you treated her like a whore. That's the reason why she's so freaking angry. She's a scorn. Now she's turned into a scorn, bitter person because everything that Kyle would used to do for her, he's now doing it for somebody else. And she had sure. no power over him anymore. Now, that's my opinion. Now, you have to ask Kyle about that when you interview him one day. That's my opinion as a woman because I can't even imagine my ex-husband and I still get along perfectly to this day. He has a wife and a son. 
but he's never treated me like a whore. He's always treated me like the mother of his children and the ex-wife and the wife when I was his wife and his ex-wife. He's never ever treated me like a whore. And we've, we're divorced now for 10 years. I have never had a man ever treat me like a horse. I don't know how that feels. I don't know how angry that would make me because I've never had that happen to me. But, you know, men, men have these scorn women all the time when they go get a prettier girlfriend or they make more money or, you know, and the girl's still struggling, you know, they get bitter and scorned. That's, 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 those are facts. Now I'm back on the facts. Now those are facts that we can prove. So that's my that's that's my opinion about that. And that's when to answer your question about is there something that I could have done differently to to uh, to parent Kyle or to do things you know to be a better parent than Kyle? Tons as far of as the decision making in 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 terms of this particular situation. Oh, in, ter in ter okay, oh, okay, okay. In terms of this situation, to answer your question, not in as it relates to this situation, because let me tell you what. Let me tell you this um, story. It was a perfect storm. It was a perfect setup situation for him because my ex-husband and I were very protective over my son, Christopher and Kyle as child celebrities. Cause we know there's vultures. We know there's people that's no good that just want to be around. So we were always the eagle eye and very protective over that opportunity and that blessing that we were given. Well, we used to live um, at the time when Kyle was 16 we used to live um, because when he told us the story, it made perfect sense. It was a perfect scenario and a perfect storm. We used to live right at the corner of Violin and Ventura. Um, for people that, excuse me, for people that live in California, they're very familiar with the. Uh, it's a it's a location called Violin and Ventura. It's in Studio City, California. That's where we used to live in an apartment complex called Archstone um, Studio City Apartments. It's, it's sandwiched in between one of the most prestigious hotels in California. It's called the Beverly Garland Hotel. The Beverly Garland Holiday Inn Hotel, which is right at Violent and Ventura, okay? It's a real little swanky little um, cul-de-sac, kind of like a little, um, I don't know what word I'm trying. It's not a cul-de-sac because they don't uh, really have. It's very a similar pocket. to a boutique it's hotel. It's a little prestigious little pocket of uh, block of California. And the Beverly Garland Hotel was to the work to the if you if you drive it into the apartment complex, the Beverly Garland was on the left, and then the there was a, a a shopping plaza with Rite Aid, Jamba Juice, and Ralph's, and a few restaurants and a nail shop or something like that in that plaza. So the apartment complex was sandwiched in between those two those two structures. So when Kyle was supposed to be running to Rite Aid or going to his friends or going to Ralph's or going to Jumbo Juice when little miss extort, you know, sell your daughter for $1.5 million already had the hotel over there at uh, the Beverly Garland. Hell, it don't take, it don't take a whole lot of time to get your rocks off. It don't take, it don't take all night to do nothing. It don't take all day to do nothing. And he was a kid. So she knew that he was being accounted for by his parents. That that's that's one of the locations where she had sex with him was at that Beverly Garland Hotel right there on Violent and Ventura next door to our apartment complex, the Artstone Studio, um, the Artstone, I think it's called Artstone Studio City or Artstone Colony, whatever it's called. I can't remember. It, it's been a long time since we lived there. Kyle is 30 years old. So it's been 15, 16 years ago. I don't remember the actual name of it. And it's changed names since then. But anybody from California know exactly 
where that corner is. So was I, I mean, was I, they didn't have, you know, the tracking devices like they do now to put a, a, a leash on him to be able to see if he really went to Rite Aid or if he stopped off at Ralph's or if he went to Jamba Juice or if he was getting, you know, his rocks off over at the, the dang old Beverly Garland Hotel. I, I had no, I don't have those kind of superpowers. Well, you know, in, in, in its totality, it really seems like um, that Kyle is in a situation where he possibly uh, just kind of got wrapped up in a relationship, in my opinion, and it maybe the relationship possibly turned sour. I mean, even the girl's mother, uh, Kendra Andreas, who was we referring to, the mother of the child, uh, the quote unquote victim of the lawsuit uh, that Kyle is facing right now, provided police with a flash drive containing the materials that they needed in order to get uh, a warrant out to start the investigation. In some of the videos, um, they're saying that there was a man who appeared to be massy, exposing himself and others contained explicit. So let me just say this. Let me just say this. First mm -hmm. of all, all that is true. Okay. She does have a picture of Kyle penis, a picture, a video of Kyle that he all that's true. We never did. We are not denying that. We've never denied that. Never. Kyle did send that picture. He sent those pictures and video to Kendra because mm -hmm. that's what she's been asking. That's what that's a part of their whatever they had going on over the years. He never denied sending that to her. He never denied sending those pictures to Kendra. Yeah. He's never sent anything to that little girl. That is not true. I mean, you would need someone's Snapchat name and that would cause someone to exchange information. So what she's saying, I wonder if there's a way to where they can at least detect. So let me say this. Let me, I already know where you're going. Her account it came uh, from. Wait, wait, wait. I already know where you're going. First of all, she has three Snapchat accounts in her name. Okay. Mm. Kendra Andreas does. And I, 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 let me tell you something. I didn't know nothing about Snapchat before 2019. I didn't know nothing about the shade room before 2019. All this is new to me from what, from all of my nephews and Christopher and Kyle and everybody that have Snapchat. Snapchat, according, now you can correct me if I'm wrong or somebody in the comments can correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know everything. So I, I, I mean, I'm capable of making a mistake from, but from my understanding of the way Snapchat works, it links you up with people in your phone already. Yes. Okay. So correct. yes. Okay. So with that being said, we have about six or seven different Seattle phone numbers for Kendra over the years on our phone records that we've produced to our attorney as well. Okay. So name. Okay. Um, this is, this is just conscious interruption. I'm gonna ask you two questions. I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you one question and I want everybody to do an experiment with me. Name a minor under 18 years old that can go in and get a cell phone contract in their name. And I'm gonna do like Cat Williams. Don't worry, I'll wait. I, I believe you can now. 18 year old I now said under 18. I said under 18. I listen. The question was, can how can you go into a cell phone company, ATT, Sprint, T Mobile, you understand, and get Verizon? And un, if you are under 18 years old. Can you go and enter into a cell phone contract for a cell phone under 18? Okay, not so that's no, that's a question no, that no. let's 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 put that out there. Let's see see 
can go, who kid, whose child can go get a cell phone in that child's name if they're under 18 years old? And at this time, this little girl was 13. Okay. So can a 13 year old have a cell phone contract in her name? Okay. So that, and I don't even need an answer because I don't want to lower my IQ on that one because that's an easy one. So that question, leave it out there for people to consciously interrupt that my son is not a pedo, okay? A pedophile. He don't pray after little girls. And then the second the second thing I would like for everybody to do, can, are you able to use your phone right now? Are sure. you able? I'm saying, are you able to pick up your device and use it? I'm asking you, baby. Sure. Okay, pick up your cell phone for me and use it right now. Let's go for it. Okay, so whoever the last, okay? So whoever the last person that you text in your phone just now, who, I mean, you don't have to tell me who it was. But, okay. Okay. Now go to edit under that person's name. Okay. And put my name right there. Oh okay. yeah, sure. Sure. Put my name right there and press save. Now turn it around to me. Okay, How long did it take you to do that? It takes about five seconds. Five freaking seconds. And you got, you got a screenshot. And you got a whole text communication that I don't know nothing about. I was not a part of it. But your screenshot says I do. Because it takes two seconds to deceive somebody. But it takes a lifetime to be a character in people. And you get a freaking scumbag that is has publicly tried to sell her daughter for $1.5 million. She's got an arrest record that is garbage. She's open court right now to lending institutions suing her in king county openly right now and then she got like five six cases all over the state of washington and then she's coming after my kid that i put we put all of our energy and love in the village and character into i, I can't even say what i really want to say right now but she brought a butter knife to a gunfight that's what she did and the bottom line is kyle is the victim and there are more victims out there of this Jane Doe scam that her and her family have going on. That little girl and her mom, Maria Robinson and her mom, Kendra Andreas, got a video where they, they both talking about dicks together as the mom. The mom and her are in the car. The mom is talking about dicks in front of her. She got a french fry that she's leaning down and then her mom says it's a limp dick. She got a video with the with Kendra's black male husband with, with his record. And she's talking about if something gets in her eyes, she's suing. And then her husband says, let's get this money. So you don't you tell me if that's a family of scams or not. I don't think little kids sit around knowing how to sue somebody unless they've learned, unless it's learned behavior. And these videos, we found them when she was 13, not now that she's 16. Mm -hmm. You understand? These videos were two years ago when she was 13. Then she was talking about limp dicks with her mom and her, and her and Kendra's black male husband that has felonies was talking about suing somebody yeah. together on the same video. It also said that uh, in the lawsuit, prosecutors re requested that the uh, court issue a sexual assault protection order for the minor, uh, which forbids Massey from being able to contact her. He never contacted her anyway. That's so fine. All that's just 
all that is her version of what happened because nobody has, I know all that stuff that you're saying, that's her version of what happened. And the reason that the court did that, it all started with that bogus, fake, manufactured arrest that never took place. Well, they said that they're that now speeding up to things uh, that uh, now let's we can touch on the actual arrest warrant that was issued. Yep. This arrest warrant was issued uh, for a hundred thousand uh, mm -hmm. dollars for by the state of Washington a few mm -hmm. days ago. And uh, they said that Massey or Kyle rather, of course, showed uh, did not show up to the arraignment uh, for the second time on Monday, which is That's the right. reason the uh, uh, the warrant was issued and uh, right. the stories were written. Uh, can we get some intel on why that happened and why I, Kyle maybe wasn't able to show up? Uh, well, it wasn't that he wasn't able to show I love you. I love your line of question. I just like you so much. I really do. <laughs> I really do. I swear I do. I'm enjoying this interview. So, <laughs> I like it. So, due to the fact that there is a thing called the 14th Amendment, which is due process to the law that I started off by saying in the beginning, Kyle was never served by the state of Washington to come to court. That's the first thing. And then the little manufactured police report, I mean, the police arrest had an address that little miss extort your daughter trying to sell, I mean, trying to sell your daughter for $1.5 million, Kendra Andreas gave them an old address that we had back in 2016. She failed to put the apartment number on it. So thank God for stupidity. Okay, so the so the document went back to the court two days prior to that first court appearance. Okay, when 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 all the news media got Kyle was a was uh, charged with a uh, was Kyle is facing felony charges and he missed his court date today and the big grand production of just officially stamping my son Kyle Massey as a pedophile and now he's a felon pedophile and. Oh my God, he's running from the law and he's hiding and he's running. And yeah, and we're going to give him a second chance to come back to court on the whatever that date was, the last Monday. The uh, the what, the first court date was the 28th. And then this last one was on the what? The 14th? Okay. So the the 28th one, we were we didn't we were completely blindsided just like you guys. We we found out just like you guys did on the news, on TV, on the radio. We woke up to that news just like you guys did. We had no clue it was coming wow. down the pipe. We had no idea of it, okay? So when, with that being said, we, we never got served. So that's why we didn't go to the first court appearance. And, and, and the court had prior knowledge of it. If you go to the court website or go to my Instagram, or my Instagram at boy, oh boy, B-O-Y, the letter O by itself, and then boy, boy, oh boy, family at my Instagram. You can see the document where that, that summons or whatever it was, the court date, it actually made it back to the court, back to King County Court and was registered as not delivered two days before the court date. And yet the judge and everybody proceeded to go on with the, with the court appearance without him knowing that he wasn't served. So now you go, to, they put him on the calendar again for the 14th. Wait, what's the date? What was the date again? The 14th? No, what the was 14th. the date? I don't, the 14th. Again, yes. having prior knowledge that he still was never served. And then they go on with a second court date without him and they know he was never served. It's called his 14th Amendment. 
was violated because they did not properly serve him. And TMZ is not a governing body to summon somebody to court. That's not how the court system works. That's not how the court system works. So that's why he didn't go to court because he was never served. Very even, according, even according to the document that they have that the dirty cop produced, they they know he wasn't served. And that's that's the the that the officer provided that address to the court, not Kyle. Kyle didn't give them a bad address. Miss Massey, how do you believe that the media outlets were able to obtain this type of information about the uh, Kyle missing his warrant? Who oh, because they leaked it to him. this information over. Because they leaked it to him, and I'm gonna tell you another thing. If 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 I what I'll do is I, it's out there, but I it's out there on my Instagram and my Facebook from 2019. But her original demand letter, her original Kendra Andreas's original demand letter, it said that she was protected. Under her attorneys wrote us that due to the fact that the Me Too movement, there is no confidentiality in sexual assault cases anymore. Um, that that Kendra Andreas would be able to freely talk about um, her uh, being a victim and everything was about her telling the truth. It was just automatically assumed that she was telling the truth and her attorneys specifically wrote in the demand letter, the Me Too movement. Okay? It is in our original demand letter dated February 14th, 2019. So with that being said, they said that if we didn't give them the $1.5 million that we were going to be, um, we were going, we were go, they were going to go public. That was the first thing. If we did not give them the $1.5 million that Kyle was going to lose his personal relationships. If we didn't give them the $1.5 million, Kyle was going to lose his business deals. If we didn't give them the $1.5 million, Kyle was going to be on a sex registry offender list. And Kyle, if we didn't give him the $1.5 million, Kyle was going to jail. So they had a checklist of things that they know qualifies and supports me too. And when I told them to go F themselves on all those things, going public, ruining his relationships, ruining his business deals, going to jail and being on the sex registry list, that's why we're where we are right now with a manufactured arrest warrant. Because they're trying to break us. Yeah. But they're getting broken because they're getting exposed. And all the people that have been been accused by her that's on a sex offender list because of her will get to go home and they'll get to have their life back like Brian Banks did. Because mm -hmm. she's a dirty, crooked scam artist. And she tried to sell her daughter for $1.5 million in exchange of her daughter's innocence. Mm -hmm. She's a scum. I know that you, you've you all had a, a, a terrible time dealing with this. And obviously, this is a place where no one would want to be, Miss Massey. Uh, so definitely, we want to send our support uh, for uh, for anyone who has been done wrong in this particular matter. Now, I want to go ahead and, and, and talk about the lawyer that you've hired, who, who seems to be pretty prominent and pretty notable. Um, the statement you made see the new one we got over in Seattle. I love it. Lee Hutton is uh oh, but he got and he got a he got a big gun uh, over in Seattle just like him. <laughs> the statements made uh to the police regarding uh the the accuser, obviously uh, Kendra Andreas's counsel uh 
according to Lee Hutton, uh, seems peculiar, um, tearing away the veracity from the state allegations. Uh, the accusers in no hidden agenda attempt to use the Washington courts as a platform for revenge after losing the civil matter, according to uh, Lee Hutton. Uh, and uh, he, Lee Hutton had a very good question. He said, can you give me some perspective on why your legal team believes Kyle is being extorted? And this was his response. The, uh, the California council withdrew from representation from the uh, from the accuser, leaving uh, us to conclude, Lee speaking, uh, that he was not willing to make misrepresentations to the court and that the Washington matter is already showing problematic signs. M Massey was never properly served, as you uh, admitted to earlier and or notified to be represented to the court and the pleadings uh, are procedurally and substantially deficient on its face. Now, uh, Massey's, you guys, attorney, Mr. Hutton also said that uh, to defend himself uh, and you guys will defend yourself and we'll seek civil damages as well uh, from those that refuse to hear the actual facts. And of course, uh, he also said to TMZ that uh, Kyle just became aware of the charges yesterday, literally on the 14th, which is w on the same day that uh, that not not the 14th, the 29th, the 28th, the 29th when it went public, the 28th, uh, the 29th when they went public. Right. Um, he said that um, that uh, the case is uh, there that you're told that the case is connected to the civil suit uh, in March 2019 also. Um, and uh, it was obviously because of the Snapchat, me Snapchat messages that were sent over from Kyle's phone uh, to the Snapchat account that they're, uh, that they're saying belongs to the daughter, which is the 13-year-old named in this case. Obviously, her name is not going to be mentioned because she is considered a minor, uh, but uh, it was pushed to the morning of July 12th. And uh, that was the day that Kyle uh, failed to appear to the court because of the reasons that we just stated, which is Kyle was not even given any, any information that he was supposed to actually appear on that date. Um, but that was the news that TMZ had reported. And now I got to ask, because this is important, there's been a, an extreme amount of cases. And we're talking about the Me Too movement right now, Miss Massey. And uh, there was another case by another childhood star that's uh, been going viral these last couple of weeks within the past month as well. He goes by the name of Drake uh, Bell. Um, he was also a childhood actor as well, uh, known for uh, Drake and Dr Josh and Drake, uh, which was a, a a television series that was on Disney, the Disney Channel as well. So now it seems like a lot of these stars are being hit with these allegations and cases. And of course, if anyone's familiar with the Me Too movement, it, it pretty much presents an entire timeline of different things that have transpired over a certain amount of time, where you have women saying that they've experienced these particular allegations or these types of you know, unfortunate uh, situations where they've been involved in rape or uh, date rape drugs or uh, you know, um, sexual harassment and things of that nature. As a, a mother and a parent, Miss Massey, we're going to go back to that first question, which is what do you feel that maybe you could have done as a parent to uh, help Kyle uh, make better decisions in this process? Well, I told you, I've already answered that question. I can't I can't choose who he goes to bed with. I can't I can't choose. I can't I, I have no jurisdiction as his mom in that category. 
that I mean that that's the category that I don't think any mom or dad has jurisdiction over who he chooses to go to bed with. So therefore, I I don't I think that's I think that's outside of my line of questioning. And I can't because I can't intelligently answer that question because I can't I can't I can't choose somebody he wants to go to bed with. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she told him in the beginning because I I wasn't there. I don't know how old he thought she was. I don't know how old she thought he was. I, I'm not qualified to answer that question. So therefore, I mean, I can't say what could I have done differently to help to him to get out of this situation or not get himself in this situation. I don't even know if I'm really qualified to answer that question because I can't, I cannot choose who he goes to bed with. Yes. And I don't think anybody intelligent can say that they can choose who their son or daughter goes to bed with. And they can't intelligently get, they can intelligently know who their child is going to bed with or not. You can, they can say, oh, I'm not sleeping with them. I'm not sleeping with them, but you don't know. Don't nobody know who doing what except for the two people in the bed. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak on things that I don't, I, that I'm not qualified to speak on, but, but everything that else there, everything else I told you I'm qualified to speak on. But as far as, being able to tell him, okay, you you can't you looking at that person, yeah, you have some gauge of okay, now that right there is gonna be some bad news. Now if you take that route, if you take that route right there, you're gonna have some problems. Now if you go down that route and have some problems, you know when you come back, I'm going to say I told you so. I I have done that a million times, but if if just because he's gone down that road and you know and and it got a bump on his head, doesn't mean that he did something illegal or immoral either. You understand? So, but so he didn't, and he still didn't do nothing wrong by sleeping with her. He didn't do anything wrong by sleeping with her. She did something wrong by sleeping with him because he was a minor. Sitting here with Angel Massey, the mother of Kyle Massey, former Disney star, right now. Thanks for tuning in. Hits 92.3 live from Los Angeles, California. The ticker report, J Ticker sitting with Miss Angel Massey. And you you made a great point. And one thing I want to say in regards to uh, uh, raising a child. And from my familiarity with my experience of being a child is that you can teach them so much, but you can't, what what do they always say? You can teach them how to- You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make water, but you can't make them drink, correct. And and, and obviously we're saying these are allegations, guys. I just wanna make sure we keep this in context that uh, these are only allegations, these are uh, one person's this is one person's story versus the other person's story. Nothing has been instilled in the courtroom. Nothing has said that Kyle has been charged guilty of any crime. These are just normal parts of the litigation process that has to take place when you're dealing with legal matters. Uh, I want to ask this question for you, Miss Massey, which is very important. Uh, what was the response? Because you did touch on earlier that that they took steps in the process according to what has transpired in the Me Too movement. And- Wait, they, I don't know what you said. They took steps in the process, they who? The the victims, uh, the victims representation. Uh, they Kendra's went down, attorneys? Yeah, Kendra yes, addresses attorneys, yeah, huh? Yes, ma'am. They went down a list, a checklist of Me Too propaganda, essentially quote unquote, for lack of a better word or explanation uh, to feel, to figure out how they were going to go about this case. And what they did was they tried all avenues and then they took it to the media. Once you did not agree to that, 
to those things that they were requesting. One of the things that hit Kyle that we're aware of is that he actually did lose money because of this being spread out throughout the media with a vape company. Uh, and he was dropped by uh, a vape company by the name of Dr. Dabber, uh, who forced him to remove all of his social media posts uh, from being an ambassador for from for that uh, vape company. What was the uh, what was the feeling once that happened? And were you even aware of that? Uh, well, we, I, well, I became aware of it when you guys did. And I'm glad you asked me that question because um, they um, we they were new to us anyway. They we he had only been on a, a, a month trial run with them, so he wasn't like a full fledged um, um, endorsement from them. That's the first thing. Second thing is he worked for. I'm glad you asked me that question because I'm about to say this now. He worked for them for 30 days and had just gotten paid on the day that that accusation dropped. They paid him and then they withdrew the money back, which they can't do that because he had already, then they don't have to work with him going forward anymore if they don't want to. And that's fine, but they owe him his money. So now that we got this platform, y'all need to redirect that money back into his account because he had already worked for it. He earned it. He deserved it. And you're going to pay him for it. So yeah, Dr. Dabber, whoever he is, I don't have no problems with them. Just pay him his money that he worked for. And if they don't want to work with him anymore, that's fine. We don't have a problem with that. And that's fine, too. So my whole thing is this. He lost a ton of money back in 2019, a ton mm. of it. And then we lost all of 2019. And then we started back working in 2020. And we had we were, so basically to go back to his character. Everybody already knows that Cal is a good person because he already got his second chance back after the first the accusation back in March of 2019. Now that we're now that we're here in 2021, Cal has done the millennials, the hitch TV show for all black, gave him a second chance. We got Dutch, the movie that he did a phenomenal job with Lance Gross that was uh, streaming on BET. I mean, I was on BET and we were at the movies. He's done uh, another project that we couldn't talk about yet because we was we had just finished rapping, filming it. We did a video, um, uh, what you call it, uh, a video album with Kiki Palmer that hasn't been released yet, that they haven't let us go. They're still supporting us. So we, 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 we had four major jobs that we already had overcome from her first accusation when it first hit. So people know our character, and that's why it's my job to keep reminding them, this is not a new kid. Put your money on Kyle like you've been doing. Kyle is not. Not Cal is not a pedophile. He ain't no pedo. He is exactly the same person that he has always been that you have allowed in your 80 million households on the Disney Channel, on all of your TV screens, on all the projects that he's done. He's never done anything to anybody in front of the scenes or behind the scenes, publicly or private, from a child star up until now, until this scumbag with a history, a backstory history that's garbage came into his personal space in 2019, in March of 2019. She's the one that's garbage. She's the one that's a pedophile, not Kyle. The world know us. We have a name to stand on. She's trying to make one for herself. And what she did, she came and she tried to bully a bully. I'm a bully when it comes to protecting my children. You gotta get, come. To, I'm a bully when it comes to protecting my children. That's the only time I'm a bully. Everybody that knows me know I'm the easiest person to get along. I'm silly. I like to have fun. I'll get down on the ground with your kids. 
I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can go to an event and, and all the execs can be over at the table and I'm over at the kids table with macaroni and cheese, racing and, and doing paper scissors hood. Cause that's more my personality. I don't like all that stuffy, stuffy, fake, bougie crap when everybody's trying to be something that they're not instead of just being themselves. That's not me. And that, and my children are like me. They're, they're not like that. They're not trying to be something that they're not. Cal is a high character person. Cal is a good person. Cal is a nice person. Cal is not a pedophile. He's not pretending. And people that know him, they know him. And the world that have allowed us into 80 million households 20 years ago, you all know him too. Don't second guess yourself. You know him. Uh, Miss Massey, that's a great point. Great, uh, great point. Uh, there was also, and this is something that's been going on, as I referred to earlier, there's the, this case that is coming to a conclusion. And the person involved goes by the name of Drake Bell. He's an entertainment uh, actor. Uh, he's been in uh, on a lot of childhood television shows uh, his entire life. He's now older, obviously. And uh, there was something that transpired in him, as I mentioned earlier. Um, there was a case that involved explicit photos, videos, text messages uh, that the actor Drake had sent over to a teenage girl, longtime acquaintance of his. Uh, and uh, for Mr. Drake Bell, the, the, the charges against Bell stem from a December 2017 meeting between the 31-year-old himself actor and, I'm sorry, the 15-year-old girl when Bell was in Cleveland to perform a concert and the police have not specified anything in particular what occurred at the club, uh, but they say that the meeting followed months of inappropriate social media messages and that the two had known one another for several years. Uh, the girl also subsequently filed a police report in Canada and Canadian authorities reportedly then contacted the Cleveland police. Uh, so it seems like there's been a history of these types of reports and things that are going on. So as a person, as a human in general, the first thing you're going to read is, oh, wow, because of those headlines, you're going to say, wow, this person is automatically guilty. And for those people who are, getting, are, are good at pointing the finger and ready to make a judgment call, based off of what they're reading in the media, I want to direct all of those people to this conversation in particular. And the reason why is because I want to be able to show you guys that there is one story and there's one side and then there's another side to the story. And you should be able to take away the from each side and then now create your own narrative because what they continue to do is something that we always talk about, Ms. Massey, is controlling one's narrative in the media. And if you are a person who is able to contextualize and disseminate what's true and what's not, I mean, sometimes we can go off of experience and other times we can go off of just essentially just wisdom or personal vibrations and energy. And I wanna make sure that everyone that's listening on this interview today gets a chance to understand exactly where Kyle Massey sits on this end of the spectrum and also his accuser as well. Miss Massey, this question for me is most important because uh, this is essentially what we're here today for, right? To talk about what transpired and what's been happening in regards to this case. Uh, what is the best outcome that you would like to see as a parent once it's all said and done? I would just like to have, I would just like to see that everybody 
use the, uh, I'm trying to frame this the right way. The media is how we make our money. So the media is entertainment. You can't have entertainment without a television. You can't have entertainment without a media outlet. That's just what it is. It's, it's, a, it's entertainment. It's news, it's entertainment, it's information, right? But it's not an assault platform. Mm -hmm. it's, that's not what the media, I don't think that's what the media should be used for, for as an mm -hmm. assault platform. And, and I think that um, I think that it needs to be some type of judgment or accountability. Uh, whoever whoever has the biggest the whale of the the media, they should be able to be accountable for what they leak out or what they put out, even though it's a new story. But how accurate is it? You know what I mean. Sure. Like how accurate is it? If it if it just sounds like if if it I don't know I don't know what the resolve is, but I do think that if sometimes these hosts and hostesses put themselves in these same situations, like what if this was you know you know what I'm saying like what if this was what any one of the outlets I'm not calling any names because it doesn't matter it's not that's not the point. Mm -hmm. Any one of the outlets that have children behind that outlet, would they really run that story first if it was their child? Mm -hmm. Or would the producers use a little bit more discretion because it's in-house for them? I would, I would like to see that same behavior or that same discretion for celebrities. People don't realize Kyle's grandmother, she's 80-something years old. He has two aunts that's in their 70s. Wow. That could have had a heart attack and died because of something like this. Mike's mom, my ex-husband's mother, is she has a library, an ed, uh, ed, uh, elementary school library named after her in Atlanta. She's mm -hmm. been an elementary school teacher, a school teacher for 50, 60 years, where kids have gravitated to her because she's a phenomenal person. So now all those parents and all those kids where she's taking her grandson to school, proud of him, proud of the character that she's poured in everybody else in Atlanta as a school teacher and having a library named after her. And his aunt was just written up in the paper for educational purposes. And she worked at Carousel Pitts in Atlanta, which is a foster group foster home. And some of those kids are still in our family to this day because of Gina. Cal's aunt. So we don't, it's not funny when you start putting out rumors about people and you don't understand how it affects people's lives. You don't understand that when your, your blood pressure can go so high, you can have an aneurysm. Somebody can get so overwhelmed that they can jump off of a freaking cliff. It's not funny. It's not funny. But if it was your child, Mr. News Media Outlet or Miss News Media Outlet, would it be as entertaining like the television is supposed to be providing us if it was your family member? Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't be if it was your family member. So while everybody's laughing and making memes and jokes about Kyle being a pedophile, I'm sure they have enough situations going on in their own family, in their own life, 
You know what I mean? I could I could be real petty and be a bully and say, okay, is your child valedictorian of your school where he or he or he or she go? Is your child a starting quarterback on the football team or are they sitting on the bench? It, did, did your did your child win the spelling bee? You know what I mean? Is your did your child hit 40 points in the game? I mean, I can say that. But then I would be being real petty if I did that when people are coming at us by about my kid. You understand? But yours got shortcomings. Yours have made mistakes. How many people out there, they sons in jail for real? Got a real fingerprints and real mug shots that a police didn't frame them. What about you? You understand why? Because what it is, is we as humans need to stop jumping on a bandwagon, pointing fingers at everybody rejoicing in some what they think is somebody's shortcomings because it's not attractive it's not cute and it's not biblical at all and what i think that we should learn from this is stop jumping to conclusions and stop getting on a bandwagon if you don't even know where it's going and put yourself in people's situations no matter what they are if you see a news story on the news and it's something negative or something bad put yourself in that situation and see how you would say what, how would you narrate that situation if it was your family member? Then if you do that going forward, then maybe it'll be, maybe the TV will get back to what it was supposed to be to entertain us and not to assault us. That's my opinion about it. How this, how has this experience negatively impacted you personally? I just told you it's impacted me that you, I don't watch TV. I don't even, I, I found, I was on the phone talking to my, I don't even, I got, a ton of TVs in here. I don't have cable on them anymore. I don't watch them. I don't turn them on because they're not used for entertainment as much as they used to be and as much as they were designed for. That's just me. But I'm not trying to tell nobody because I mean, we need the TV. That's how we make our living. But I'm just saying that feeding that same, same energy every single day, it's just not because it's, this is affecting people's lives. It's affecting people's lives. I got to ask you, because you're so educated and you, you've got all this experience of working in the industry and, and entertainment system, and you know how, you know, maybe these outlets and platforms work to an extent. Uh, I got to ask, how would you feel if you were the victim on the other end and Kyle was on the other side? I would, what would, I would, you know what I would feel? I would feel like justice needs. Oh, let me let me just say this. If somebody raped me or if somebody did something to, with me or, or 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 sexually assaulted me, what I think the the crime should be to peel his penis off with a pair of freaking tweezers every day until he dies of a slow death because that is horrible. I'm not agreeing with any of that. Anybody that does something to you that they don't have any business doing, especially to a child, needs mm. to be dealt with mm. severely. That's my opinion about it. That's anybody. Nobody is exempt because your penis is not supposed to be used to take advantage of people. Your penis is supposed to be used for pleasure on both sides. So that's my that's my answer to that question. Now, what I will say is somebody's penis don't need to be picked off with a pair of tweezers alive if they haven't done nothing wrong with it either. So that's why you got to be real careful about these type of situations. And then again, I still will say in these types sensitive situations, which everybody has labeled them to be, the justice system have labeled sexual assault as sensitive. Okay, 
So now that we know that there are cases, it don't need it don't need need to be but one where somebody telling a lie, like Brian Banks and Marcus Dixon. We know those two cases have been publicly known and overturned in the court justice system as the woman was a liar. So if we just use those those two cases, now we need to figure out how to how do we protect the other person on the other side that is the real victim other than just assuming that the lady is telling the truth. Because see, originally, the whole rape thing, from what I understand, is the rape and the sexual assault, is was the laws were put in place so strictly and severely was because they were a, 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 a crime of power. The man is naturally more stronger. He's, I mean, he's more, he's more physically strong. He's bigger, he's stronger. So it's an it's a act of power. So that's why the penalty on them is so crucial, which I understand that. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're like that. But then when he's the victim, where are his strong positions to help support him to be able to get through that too? Mm -hmm. There aren't any on his side at all. It's automatically assumed that because he's the bigger, stronger creature, he's supposed to know better that, that the woman, she just automatically just comes down meek and mild as the victim. No, she's not the victim. Not in all the cases, she's not the victim. She's not the victim. She's a liar. Look at the look at the case just recently, not too long ago with the um, I always I keep getting this wrong. Luke Walton, what's the dude's name? The basketball player, the Walton, the Seattle Sacramento guy. What that's Luke the name, Walton. Luke Walton, right? Yes, ma'am. Luke Walton. They smeared his now. Grant you this guy, his daddy has been an upstanding NBA player all his life before he even was thought about, before he he was even born. He comes, he comes up on his dad's high character footsteps and name and image and it takes some lady to come and smear that man's family name with an accusation that she dang dropped the charges or they get dismissed but what are her consequences mm -hmm. what are her consequences nobody gives any consequences or no lack of merit to the lying female where are the consequences for these lying women when these men have a stellar reputation and it takes one person to come in with a vagina and she's so meek and mild and she's so vulnerable. No, you're a liar. Where do, where do we fit them? Where do they fit in this equation? Cause they do not fit under me too. Yeah, I completely understand. And I completely agree. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up, Miss Massey, because I believe that you have really been able to articulate the facts over to uh, from your guys's point of view and from your guys's experience. And so uh, I believe that um, that I guess a question that someone would want to ask during this live would be uh, why did not Kyle, why Kyle did not appear today on this podcast and why were you able to. Uh, appear and have this conversation with us versus Kyle. You know what's so funny? <laughs> I love you because you 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 ask it all the questions that I want to say, but I can't. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out how I could get them in. Yes, man. But he doesn't know any of the details. He mm -hmm. don't know any of the details that I was dealing back and forth with the attorneys. He was busy fighting for his life and his freedom. He was petrified. He didn't know. He don't know. Um, about all the documents that I have. He don't know about all the extortion deadlines that I got from that attorney. He don't know all the pieces of paper that I have. 
He don't know all the information that I have about Kendra's backstory. He don't know. I mean, unless you go to my Facebook and Instagram like you do, but it's not like I'm sitting down saying, yeah, Cal, you know, this is what we got going on. You know, this is what we got. This is what we figuring out to try to get you out of trouble. No, he ain't in trouble. He ain't did nothing wrong. He has not done nothing wrong. I need for him to stay focused so that he don't do nothing to hurt himself mm -hmm. by getting depressed and getting in a dark space and thinking about stuff that he ain't supposed to be thinking about because it's easy for a person to get off track when you got, I, I can't even imagine how he feels right now. I just know I'm like, Cal, you, you trusting me, right? You, I, we got this right. I mean, I mean, I mean, he don't know. He understands black men that's been railroaded. That's in jail for stuff. They didn't do like Marcus Dixon and Brian Banks. He don't want to go to jail for one day. He don't want that to happen to him. He don't want to have to go and then get out. Find out sooner, later than sooner that she's lying. So he he he's he's a black man in America that's being that's being accused of something he didn't do. That's how he feels, and that's why he didn't. He can't come here now with an open case against him to talk about what what he what he gonna tell you how he met Kendra and relive that whole experience again as being statutorily raped at sixteen. He will tell his story one day, but can you imagine him having to tell that story over and over and over and over and over again like a like a real victim like a lady. Like she have to tell the story over and over and over and over again. You see what I'm saying? He's a victim. He's a male victim. So he don't want to keep on remembering this whole thing over and over and over and over again. And what's so fascinating about it is the men, when they, when they have an older person, they think it's a badge of honor to be, you know, like, you know, he was, he, he was doing an older girl. He thought he was doing the dang thing. He didn't think nothing. He didn't think nothing was wrong with it to him. But she was committing a crime against him. But now had that been a, a man that was seven years older than a little girl, that he would have never seen the, the light of daylight again. But because he's a male, it gets, it's like, oh, he ain't telling the truth. Oh, he not, well, he was 16 years old and she's seven years older than him. So he didn't create the laws of California. He wasn't born when legislation was created in California to make statutory rape at 16. He doesn't have anything to do with that law in the book. He just liked whatever he was touching and feeling and sucking and licking at the time he was 16. If if someone was on the other end and the, the question was posed to you and the question would be, uh, why is Kyle not able to handle this type of conversation? Do you feel that maybe his, his mental space isn't there right now for for him to be able to respond in the way that that or to provide information that can be at least uh articulated from him from him being the actual person involved in the suit is is his mental, is he going through depression is there something that's bothering mm -hmm. him? well right now he's in an open case so mm -hmm. he'll be able to talk to you eventually so he his his mental space is he'll be able to talk to you eventually and like i said even the media, all of you, everybody in the media had that same document. Everybody, everybody had the same document, including my attorneys. But you know what? I went back and fine tuned that, fine picked that one document. And I was the one that found that whatever the first day was when I posted on there, we had got a dirty cop. I found that that was a police arrest record. Mm. When, when they released it on TMZ. This could have this, this not even went to the media. 
with because he was filming that day. Cal is not five three. Cal don't weigh one hundred and eighty pounds. That 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 record showed that he was arrested on 9-24-2020. And the man swore on the earth oath that it was no doubt that that was Kyle Massey. That's what, go back and look at that document. Mm -hmm. He swore that it was no doubt that that was Kyle. Now, the last time you saw Kyle, was he 5'3"? No way. But the police said he is. He, he, yeah. he signed his name and badge number. There was no doubt that that was Kyle that he arrested. What Miss Massey is referring to is the document that was sent over to us, uh, uh, emailed over to us that we could refer to. And it's a document, basically, it's a few documents, but this one in particular is it's showing arrest. the description. The arrest. Yes, the description. And in this arrest, uh, it shows the description of the, the height and the weight. And and this is what has given her the uh, energy and the, the fight and the information that she needs to counter her argument against the, uh, the the prosecuting uh, attorney and his client, uh, referring to Miss Andreas, uh, who is the mother who was uh, sexually involved with Kyle Massey uh, initially, and she has a daughter, but the mother has, uh, according to Miss Massey, used her daughter as an escape goal and as a way to take a lot of money from Kyle, that being the $1.5 million lawsuit that is currently in uh, in the court system right now. As No, that's that, that's not in the court system. Now. The 1.5 was civil in California. Right this, now, yes. she's just doing criminal. Yes, ma'am. And so is that court case closed in California yes. as of now? Yes. Okay. And is the only thing that's lingering right now is the uh, criminal suit? That, not uh, only you we know what's lingering is a felony, <laughs> a yeah. fake felony. That ain't all felony charge. That's a big deal. Yeah, the felony charge of uh, sending information to uh, 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 pornographic messages to a minor about at the age of thirteen is the, right. the actual. So where did, where did her emotional distress go? She fine now. So where did her where did the emotional distress go? The little girl, she's not emotionally distressed anymore. Like where did all the other where did all the other uh, penal codes go? So he so he's not as threatening of a pedophile now that he's over in Washington or did she just use the system in California because it's stricter obviously yeah. because she had more counts over there but she lost over there where it's more strict you understand where they got more laws on the book for that kind of stuff to really throw pedophiles under the bus where she didn't but she goes over to Seattle and she she only qualifies for one count because she mm -hmm. knows it never happened mm -hmm. and because she knows that I, I can't even think I can't my IQ can't take it. I just my IQ cannot take it. I just every time I every time I think about her story, it just lowers my IQ and I just can't take it. It doesn't make any sense. Hmm. It just and doesn't make any sense for someone maybe who is not who's novice in the legal area. And from the information that you have thus far is the the way that this happens. Correct me if I'm wrong, is that if they win the criminal suit in King County, does that now open them up the possibility to now moving forward to a civil lawsuit? You asking me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I have no clue. I mean, I have no clue. I think I told you her checklist was in order to not go public, give her the 1.5. In order to not be on the sex registry list, give her the 1.5. In order to keep your relationships, personal relationships, give us the 1.5. In order to 
keep your business deals. Give us the 1.5 in order to keep from going to jail. Give us the 1.5. And I gave her, I gave, I gave them the, the, the hood version of go F yourself. That's what I did <laughs> each time for each one of those requests. And I mean, and I, my story haven't changed since day one, my very first email response back to the, um, oh, and I, I, it just came to me while, while I'm speaking to, uh, on behalf of Cal, because originally her attorneys, they were emailing me directly. Mm. And in fact, I turned them into the bar association because I felt like that they were disseminating Cal's legal business without his permission because they were emailing me and then they were CCing Kyle on the communications. That's why I'm so involved in it because they included me in it from the beginning instead of it all. Kyle never uh, transferred nothing to me. Kyle never forwarded me any emails. Kyle never said, here, mama, take this on and fight this battle for me. They involved me. Her attorneys that she had in California, they emailed me directly. I have all the emails to prove it. it those emails came to my email address, addressed to me, and CC to Kyle Massey. Hmm. So they included me. So that's why I have all the information. Kyle didn't have time to read all that stuff. He was he was devastated. He couldn't even comprehend nothing at that, that first day when all this came across and they were trying to throw him in jail. That's how I got, that's how I'm so intertwined into this situation because they involved me. Mm -hmm. Her attorneys, her first set of attorneys in California, they involved me. So that's why I'm in it. Because I was the one responding back to the emails, not Kyle. Kyle never responded back to not one email, nothing. Nobody has ever talked to him directly. Miss Massey. For someone who, who hasn't been able to hear your side of the story, for those who have not been able to get fully digested into the story itself, whether it's coming from the tabloids, uh, whether it's coming from the other side, whether it be a TMZ on, on television. And for if someone said, just lock him up right now, what would you say to them? I would just say, why would you want to lock up somebody that haven't done anything wrong? And why would you want to lock somebody up that haven't gone through the process of the judicial system? Why would you jump to conclusions before everything has been vetted and investigated? Why would you do that? Would you want, if this was your husband or if this was your son or your brother or your dad, would you want somebody to just go lock them up right now without having heard their side of the story or having seen your side of the evidence or having you know, done a background check, a thorough background check, character, um, witnesses, all that stuff. If my, if I was married still and my husband was found dead in my house, you know, the first thing they're going to do, they're going to first come and investigate. They're going to see if I had insurance policies out on him. They're going to find out what amount. They're going to find out if we have problems. They're going to talk to neighbors and friends and see if there was any type of reason why I would want him dead. They're going to do all that stuff while they're, they're investigating the crime scene. They're going to still be doing their due diligence to make, I can say, well, he had a heart attack. Or when I came back home, he was drowned in the pool. But they're going to still find out if I had insurance and if there, if I had a motive or they're not going to just take my word for it that I just came home and he was in the pool upside down. They're not going to do that. So why do they do it in these sexual assault cases? Just believe the lady because she got a vagina and a mouth. And would you want, would you want, okay, I tell you, I tell what I would tell the people. 
It's if I came to your husband's job where you work, where your husband work, and I said, and then I leave that place with your husband or your dad or your brother or your son and say, he touched me on my butt and he groped my breast and he groped my vagina. And I just go to the police and, and write it up, you know, because he had on a real expensive watch and he had on some nice shoes and he had on the Louis Vuitton belt. I know he got some money. I can look at him and tell. And I go to the police and say, he groped my butt. I got a nice behind, I think. I've gotten compliments on my behind tons of times, but it ain't enough for me to go down and lie to a police station and lie on somebody because they told me I look nice in my jeans. But I can because the Me Too movement made it like that. The Me Too movement, Me movement made it where nobody can't compliment me anymore to say, oh my gosh, your hair looks so nice. You look nice in that dress. You really, I like those shoes that you're wearing. That's not, that's not sexual assault. That's just somebody complimenting something that they see that's nice, that they like. That does not deserve for somebody's man, someone's dad or someone's son or someone's brother or husband to get their life uprooted because he complimented you. That's not what the Me Too movement was originally designed to be like, I hope. But that's what it's turning into. But that's how easy this accusation is. I can go around any one of your husband's dad, brother, son, and be around them for 15 minutes and then go to the police station after and say, he touched me on my ass. He groped my breast. He touched me on my vagina. He made me feel uncomfortable. That's how easy it is to do. It's, it's simple. It takes five minutes. You seem like a very supportive mother. You've been active in everything that Kyle's been involved in since he was a child, all of all of all the way up until now. His business matters and helping him with his case and being the supportive parent that parents are normally supposed to be. And uh, for that, I definitely take my hat off to you, number one, uh, because blood is always thicker than water, and I always believe that family should always be considered number one priority amongst anything in this world. Uh, in regards to support as well. You have these other people who are surrounded by you and you've built this entire network of people that uh, either support you or or maybe behind closed doors go against you. But for the ones who have supported you um, thus far, Miss uh, Miss Massey, uh, has he been able to get that support from maybe a Raven or uh, and I'm referring to Raven Simone or anyone that is maybe a director behind the scenes of from that show everybody everybody disney even called us and emailed us and spoke to my attorney when it first happened because they know that that's not cow's character they know it they everybody everybody in our village and people that we didn't even think was in our village even now with social media have been direct messaging me and and uh, coming on my platform and going this you know they see they see that they see now for themselves now that there's no Jane Doe, you can see the person in real life. You can see the girl talking about dicks with her daughter mm. and the girl reciprocating the conversation with her mom. It's not like this is something new to them. You can see the character of them and you've seen the character of us all these years. People are starting to get it now. It's like they're starting to get it. And what they're, they're not saying that they're supporting Kyle because he's a celebrity and celebrities got a money to get out of trouble and celebrities gonna bend the rules. That's not true. Celebrities are humans too first. 
celebrities have dads and sons and brothers and uncles and little girls and they they have children too and their children celebrities children don't just lie because they celebrities all celebrities don't get out of trouble just because they celebrities but then all celebrities get grouped into a category when one person do something wrong then everybody want to group all the celebrities from the history of celebrity in all of the accusations at that time that's not how that works mm -hmm. that's just not how that works well one thing i do know is that you're connected to disney and if you said that disney literally reached out to you in support of you guys to check on your well-being one thing i know that is if disney felt that they that this was something that they could not touch or something that they felt kyle was in the wrong for they wouldn't have sent out any communication except we've parted ways with you all they and sent a fed x wanting to make they wanted to they wanted to talk to my attorney they spoke to my attorney my attorney have been disney and then and, and they, just let me go to defense for disney every single time somebody gets in trouble or somebody makes a mistake Everybody want to blame Disney. Everybody want to blame Disney. Everybody want to blame Disney. But then the same people that's always blaming Disney for everything are the same people that have made Disney a successful brand because they trust their children with Disney. Mm -hmm. And then one, some, one psychotic person comes and make an accusation and then you want to blame Disney. Like Disney, Disney don't have nothing to do with Kendra Andreas being a scam. Disney don't have nothing to do with Kendra Andreas being uh, uh, extorting her daughter, trying to sell her daughter for $1.5 million. Disney don't have nothing to do with that. Disney don't have nothing to do with that. But everybody, oh, Disney, Disney, did, Disney didn't do nothing. Disney hired Kyle Massey, allowed us to be in 80 million households back 20 years ago, giving family content, high character content, to their viewers that pay money for their subscription. We weren't, we weren't a part of the free basic cable. You had to pay for Disney back mm. 20 years ago. Sure. 80 million plus people 20 years ago trusted the brand name of Disney. Same people that's running around talking about Disney, 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 but, but, but the park stay full. So I, I don't like hypocrites. I don't like people that say one thing and then do something else. But you're taking your kids to Disney all the time. That park stay full because everybody believe in the name Disney. Because they're a family high character brand that you can't touch them with a 10 foot pole. But then when one, when one, one person with no character come up and then they just want to start smearing Disney. Disney have done nothing wrong here nothing mm -hmm. and raven to answer your question about raven was the one of the first people to go to kyle's spot when this first happened in 2019 because she didn't believe it the first person to try to pull up the old um security records from when you come in and out the gate because they people recognized her from the set our village is our village is what it is people that know us know us and for all of you guys that have been fans of Kyle, that have trusted him with your children, and seniors that have trusted him with Dancing with the Stars. We had Katherine Jackson, Michael Jackson's mom, came up to me. I have a picture with Katherine Jackson, Michael Jackson's mom, the one and only. 
Michael Jackson's mom came up to me on Dancing with the Stars when they did the Michael Jackson um, song night on Dancing with the Stars one year. She came up to me. She whispered in my ear. She said, you know, Kyle Massey should have won Dancing with the Stars, right? I said, oh, crap. The king of pop, mama telling me that my son, wait, 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 what had happened was, that's the character that my son have. People haven't misjudged his character. You're just consciously um, second guessing it because of a scam artist. But it's my job to remind you that he's the same Kyle Massey that you trusted him in your homes when he with your children and then with yourself with Dancing with the Stars and Family Feud with Celebrity Family Feud with Steve Harvey. Those they don't make mistakes like that. They don't bring scam families and low character families on on Celebrity Family Feud. They don't do that. Now you're undermining this whole operation of entertainment on television by one scumbag. She is a scam. Go research her. She's a scam. She and tried to sell her daughter for 1.5, her daughter's innocence for $1.5 million. And, and and according to Miss Massey, her name is Kendra Andreas. No, that's not according to me. That is her name. That's according to the documents, and that's according to the extortion letter. That's 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 according to that's her name. Her name is Kendra Andreas, not according to me. That you it's public record. You can Google her Facebook, you can Google her name. It's Kendra L. Andreas, K-I-N-D-R-A. L initial and Andreas, A-N-D-R-E-A-S of Seattle, Washington. That's her name. And she's been doing this Jane Doe for too long and it's got to stop now. I want to definitely thank you for coming along with us today, Miss Massey. I love your energy. I love your passion. Uh, thank you for your time today. I know that this is a very tough conversation to have when you're talking about someone that you love and then you feel that obviously according to everything that has happened up thus far, that your son has been placed in a, in a spot where uh, he's got his back against the wall and he has to fight uh, for his for his for his freedom and for his name. And uh, I definitely want to say the, a shout out to you because you've been able to come on and be a great mom. You know what a mom is really about and being a parent is really about standing up or you know scolding their kids when they're wrong but also standing in their corner uh when, when they need the assistance and when they need that help um from the people that birthed them you're listening to a 92.3 hits exclusive hits 92.3 which is also streaming in atlanta georgia ladies and gentlemen live from los angeles california i'm your host jay ticker from the ticker report sitting with Angel Massey, the mother of Kyle Massey, a entrepreneur and mamapreneur in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, you know how we do it. Let's go! And remember where you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. Remember to always continue to aspire to inspire and, of course, always make sure that uh, you set the record straight and we acknowledge the when we're talking about uh, crucial and critical stories such as that, that affect and impact our culture so heavily, Miss Massey, I gotta ask you one question before you let before we let you go. Uh, is there any advice that you'd like to leave with us today, with the audience, to people that will watch this and hear this podcast through audio later on? What words of wisdom would you be able to leave with us today? Just don't be so quick to judge anybody, even when you see a news story or somebody in your community, or you hear people that bring information, what, what is the reason that they're bringing it? If it's, I mean, and just always try to put yourself in that person's situation. 
to see if you would look at it a little bit differently or if you would rush to judgment or not rush to judgment. Just kind of always put yourself in the same scenario and see how you would respond in that same scenario. And always just remember that, like you pointed out earlier, you pointed out that that's just a part of the legal system. They were on offense this whole time. And then now we're on defense. And that's what happens. You, got a, you have an offense, you have a, a plaintiff attorney, and you have a defensive attorney. Sometimes the plaintiff wins, sometimes they don't. But, you know, um, it's, um, sometimes the plaintiff wins, sometimes the defense, the defense attorney wins. But it's still two sides to the legal system. And it's not just all the merit goes to the first person up to go file the lawsuit or file the complaint. That's just not how the justice system works. And so I would just say, just don't rush to judgment. Just always put yourself in a position that in somebody else is in and see if you can see it a little bit differently before you just start assuming or crucifying somebody or just helping to destroy their character, being a part of the problem instead of trying to come up with a solution. So that in the event that it was your child or your loved one, you would have the same due process as well. So that's all I would say. Yes, ma'am. Again, thank you so much for providing your time and and, and providing your story and, and the information that you've uh, given to us today is extremely helpful for us and for Kyle as well. You definitely, you can make sure you reach out to us at any time. You can find us on all platforms, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, can, I ask, can I ask you a question? Can you do sure. something? One last thing. Can you do something for me? I haven't asked you to do anything for me today. Can you the do something phone. for me? Well, you did ask for the cell phone thing. Oh, that's what I'm about to ask you right now. <laughs> can you can you turn it? Can you can you turn the cell phone back around for me? Yes, ma'am. it on that cell phone. Show everybody okay. those text messages that I that you show us that you sent to me that I didn't send to you. Why don't we end on that? Show yes, show everybody your cell phone where I'm in your phone texting you and I didn't. Yeah. Show them, show them one more time. Show oh well, for those who just for her for those who are just tuning in, what Miss Massey had uh, had requested me to do was to go inside of my cell phone and uh, to edit the name of the last person that I spoke with in my call log, uh, in my phone or my contact list rather. No, I said your text. My text, and then you go ahead and you press the edit button, and now you take out the name of that person that sent you the last text and put in my name. And put in now Miss Massey's name. Okay. Press save. And what happens? Well, I believe the point that she's looking to convey today is that you can do this within a matter of seconds. You can change the name of someone's phone number in your phone at any given time. And it takes. But then, but then when you do, after you do the investigation, you'll find out that that phone number belonged to somebody else. Correct. And that's, those type things happen inside court. They don't happen on TMZ. They don't happen. They don't happen outside of the courtroom. You see? So you can fix your mouth to say anything, but the evidence is going to be the evidence regardless of the evidence is not going to change. The fact that that's not my phone number in your phone. Right? Even though you got a screenshot, you just showed everybody that's listening you showed them you you got my name on there, but it's not. It's not your number. I'd have to agree. What happened with Kyle? Yes, ma'am. I love you. I like you. I actually really like you. You do it. <laughs> you, 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 you got all the questions that I wanted to answer, and you 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 allowed me to say everything that I wanted to say. I actually like you. You you're awesome. And I want to just say this: that black men, I love you guys because. You know, you guys, you have the weight of the world on your shoulder. 
And I can't even imagine having all of these elements and barriers that you have to go through every day um, and, and still try to function and survive and still have a clear mind. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I just I pray for you guys every day. I've always prayed for my children every day because black men, you guys get the short end of the stick oftentimes and men, successful men get the short end of the stick oftentimes. And um, and I just don't I just think that we got to come up with a way to kind of balance it and neutralize it a little bit because it's not a fair pendulum right now. It's just everybody's kind of trying to group under Me Too and it's giving it a bad name because I think the Me Too movement is in place for real victims, not for people that's abusing the system. Yes, ma'am. Round of applause. Love that. Love the love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Miss Massey, if there's anything I can ever do for you, please reach out at any time. Would you like to uh, leave maybe your social media, maybe a place where people can follow you? Do you have any content that you would like? To yeah, you could go to Instagram. I, I don't mind. I, just go to Instagram. At, my, my Instagram is at boy, oh boy, family, B-O-Y-O-B-O-Y -O -O family. Um, that's my Instagram, boy, oh boy, family. Boy, oh boy, family. You guys hate it. You heard it first, literally from the, the, the person that's giving out the information. It wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> information. So I want to thank you again for pulling up on us. And of course, again, want to express my sentiments. We provide you nothing but a positive support and this positive energy during this tough time. And uh, we hope that uh, the truth will finally reveal itself to the masses of people who have not been able to give this at least a chance of listening to or reading. And uh, Miss Massey, you can always hit us up via email, phone, anytime. You're always welcome to uh, reach out to us. Yes, sir. Thank you. You have a great rest of your day. And I really like you. You did a fantastic job. You Thank really you did. I, I, you, I, I appreciate all of that, too. It's my pleasure, ma'am. You have a great rest of your day and enjoy the rest of your week. God bless. And uh, Yeah, God bless you, too. You have just tuned into a show that is not just another radio show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a show live from the city of Los Angeles, California, streaming all the way into Washington, the state of Washington right now, back to Atlanta, Georgia, streaming on Hits 92.3. You have now just tuned in to the Ticker Report. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you tune back in. Same bat time, same bat channel. And make sure you tap into Miss Massey if you got any questions about what's going on next with the case of Kyle Massey versus the people. Have a good <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> well,